ERUFM. 7.30 in the morning on Mondays means we check in live on the telephone with R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. How you doing? All right, thanks. In his poem, No, early 19th century poet and humorist Thomas Hood laments, No sun, no moon, no morn, no noon, no dawn, no dusk, no proper time of day, no warmth, no cheerfulness, no healthful ease. No comfortable feel in any member. No shade, no shine, no butterflies, no bees. No fruits, no leaves, no birds. November. Although our 2010 November has, at times, lately borne a resemblance to Hood's near 200-year-old hyperbole, we've also had our moments of good fortune of the occasional afternoon, such as the one yesterday, when the difference of the sun might still be felt against the late fall chill. When a good day comes your way, embrace it, writes David Rosenberg in his recent interpretation of Ecclesiastes, adding, and when the bad one arrives, watch out, but patience, observe the contrast, light creates a room for shadow. Rosenberg's work, A Literary Bible, is arranged in three sections, telling, seeing, and writing, altogether reshaping 18 of the books that have been traditionally considered as part of the Old Testament. I'm increasingly fascinated around this time of year at how far removed many preparations for Christmas can be from the historical origins of Christmas. But as the poet says, observe the contrast, light creates room, shadow. By definition, we would have no New Testament and the story of Christ without having first had an Old Testament and its various views, including those of Solomon, legendary author of Ecclesiastes. And by definition, we would not be having our current concepts of giving within the complex of materialism without having first had a notion of Christian charity from the New Testament. Nowhere in science has anyone ever said that evolution has to be necessarily a good thing. The interplay between shadow and light is most pronounced as November gives way to December. Now we have sunsets in the 3 o'clock realm, and for the latter half of this week, for the first few days of December, our waning crescent moon will glide past Saturn, Spica, and then Venus in the morning sky one hour before sunrise. In a mere three weeks, the increasing darkness gives way to increasing light for us in the northern hemisphere. Meanwhile, I felt the yin and yang of this seasonal cusp in fine ways yesterday. I'd been asked to do a quick survey of a proposed building site north of Old Town. When I pulled the airplane out of the hangar at the Brewer Airport, the late morning air was still cold, and the ground was still covered with about an inch or so of snow. The rollout and takeoff was soft and somewhat cushiony. After I'd completed the survey and taken several dozen photos about a half hour later, I landed at Old Town, which also hadn't been plowed yet, and afforded me the same soft and easy contact with the runway. By the time I departed to Whitfield at Old Town a few minutes later for the return trip to Brewer, the sun was warming everything, but the air was still crisp enough to provide great lift, and I was airborne within a couple of hundred feet, heading south and counting off the minutes toward the solstice. From our domain, have a great day.